Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It's my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening. This week, it is the historic, hilarious episode 69. I am never going to grow up. That is always going to be funny to me. And we are talking the Twisted Metal series, number one through number four. Not really that much of a difference. It's like the Tony Hawk series. You talk one, you talk a bunch. Uh, we're going to save Black for its own episode because that is the definitive Twisted Metal game. But this week we're talking Twisted Metal 1 through 4. My pal Andre is here. You guys know I'm going to ramble for a few minutes before then. Uh, also, shout out to my buddy Chris who suggested we talk Leisure Suit Larry for episode 69. And that would have been hilarious, but I don't really know enough about that game. And this is a very highbrow podcast, sir, uh, as you guys all fucking know. And I'm aware of the irony of saying fucking well call on my podcast high class. Uh, it's Monday when I'm recording this, which is fucking me up. Uh, usually, I, I mean, for anyone, here's a little bit a peek behind the scenes at Remember the Game Enterprises. I think I've told this on here before, but like uh, we usually record these in like a session, all on like a two week bender when I'm home because I'm on the road for work a lot where I'll just get a ton of people over and we'll talk about a bunch of episodes. And now I've got the meat of the episodes. Oh yeah, by the way, speaking of the meat of the episode, I know some people don't like to listen to all the rambling. I should have mentioned this a minute ago. If you look in the description of the podcast, you'll see a timestamp you could skip to if you just want to hear about the video game and you don't want to hear me ramble. Uh, but usually I do a bunch of episodes 
episodes at once. And then every Tuesday, I go and record my intro, my outro, edit the bad boy together, and then it binds its way into your ears on Wednesday. Um, but I'm busy tomorrow, which would be Tuesday. And as you hear this, that would have been yesterday because it's Wednesday. Wednesday. So anyway, it's Monday the 21st of October right now. And it's fucking me right up. But I'm, I'm not going to be home tomorrow. So I have to get this thing done now because I love you guys so much. I got to get it recorded um it's been a busy week and again i know uh i'm trying to talk most of this intro is gonna be about video games i promise but just i do want to dip my toe into the comedy world uh which i know i do a little more frequently than i used to but i get a lot of questions about it so i don't know and it's cool to talk about sometimes um i just spent the weekend performing at the edmonton comedy festival and there's a reason i'm bringing that up uh it was awesome uh i'll be honest with you guys four years ago i had never done stand-up comedy i my first set was january 21st of 2016 uh so i'm coming up on my four-year birth uh birthday in comedy but uh if you told me four years ago that i would get to be not only like a guest but like hosting in theaters shows for the festival in my hometown of comedy i would not have believed you and it was really fucking cool experience i met some cool comics from all across north america had a lot of fun worked with some of my buddies and uh so just quickly i know a few listeners of the show uh came out to some uh, to some of the shows uh, a few listeners of the podcast came out to some of the comedy shows. And so uh, thank you all for coming out and saying hi afterwards. That was really, really, really a trip to me when someone comes up to me at a comedy show and they know the podcast. That is just like the fucking coolest thing in the world to me. Like I'm, you can hear the smile in my in my voice. So thank you guys all so much. And uh, just quickly to anyone that's been uh, DMing me on any of my social media that I have been kind of slacking on replies. I'm sorry about that. It was just a busy weekend with the with the festival plus our fucking washing machine broke and I spent half of my Saturday vacuuming like fucking a washer machine full of dirty water out of my goddamn washing machines we have a new one of those I do as I spent a fucking day of my weekend shopping for washer and dryer and if you want to like talk about boring adult stuff like that's it fuck me man like I could have used a podcast like this at least when you shop for a tv or a couch it's fun a washer and dryer just fucking sucks but anyway, so I know I missed out on a few DMs. I'm trying to catch up on them now. So uh, thanks. Uh, sorry about that. Thank you for your patience. Hopefully I've gotten back to everybody now. And feel free to DM me, you guys, on Twitter or Instagram. We're at Member the Game. We'll follow you back. Or find me at Facebook.com slash Remember the Game. And uh, I love interacting with you guys. I've had a couple of people reach out to me, just new listeners over the last couple of days saying, hey, just really enjoy the show. And that always perks me up. So thanks a lot for doing that. And uh, send me your questions, your comments, your topics, anything you want for the second Patreon episode that'll be going live next Monday, October 28th. It's the Q&A rambling one for October. I answer every single question, so don't hesitate. There's nothing too stupid. I can leave your name off it if you want me to. Just tell me that. And uh, yeah, so if you want those, get them in because I'll probably recording the show in the next 48 hours so get them into me as soon as you possibly can okay all right we'll talk some video games and then we'll get to twisted metal um i like ign i don't know i don't know if a lot of you guys go there i know they catch a lot of shit online if by some incredible fluke you're listening to this podcast and don't know what ign is i, I don't know if they're around the world or not. i think they are uh it's a video game website uh it's ign.com that's where i get i listen to their nintendo podcast every week some people ask me what podcasts i like that's one of my go-tos is their nintendo voice chat podcast 
Um, but I like them. I go there for reviews. I go there for news. Um, some people are like, you can't spell ignorant without IGN or fucking they're paid to give good reviews and blah, 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 blah. I don't really give a shit what you think of them. If you don't like them, don't go there. I do. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is they just posted an updated list of their top 100 games of all time. And that's a hard thing for anybody to do because it doesn't matter what game you give number one, someone's going to shit on it because their game isn't there. Right. So, uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, it's, I w- I'm not going to say props to them for even having the balls to do it because I'm sure they're getting clicks out the ass over it and that's why you do that. But uh, I went there when, and read their updated list and number one on their uh, 100 games of all time, best 100 games of all time list is still, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't gone over there and looked at it yet, uh, skip 30 seconds, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo and Link to the Past and Super Metroid are both in the top four as well. And I think that is fucking awesome and accurate because the super nintendo is the cat's ass and uh i don't know i just it excites me because super mario world is my favorite game of all time as you all probably know uh they added breath of the wild to the list they put it in at number five which i think is a good spot for it and it's also right because link to the past is still in front of it and link to the past is still better please don't stop listening to my podcast unless you're an ocarina of time fan then get the fuck out of here no uh so anyway i don't know go over check it out let me know what you think um i've got some ideas about maybe doing a top 10 game list for like episode 100 or something i don't know if anyone's interested in that if you'd be interested in something like that please let me know um you guys know i'm trying to do a couple more of those like this this discussion uh editorial type episodes i'm like waving my hands that you can't see so i'm thinking about doing a game ranking list here in the in the next few months so let me know if that's something you'd be interested in uh also they were talking about wwe 2k20 that comes out right away um i'm a huge wrestling fan i like wrestling games one of the problems with being a switch exclusive current gamer is that i don't really get wrestling games um but people are shitting all over 2k20 there's like all these like clips floating around the internet of how it looks like crap and there's glitches and it plays like ass and stuff like that and uh for my money no mercy is still the pinnacle of wrestling video games and when i say my money i mean like an awful big chunk of the educated video game wrestling communities uh opinion money it's fucking it's no mercy right i mean here comes the pain there's an argument maybe a couple of the early smackdown versus raw games i know revenge is everyone loves revenge i love revenge wcw nwo revenge if you don't know uh and hint hint, we've covered uh here comes the pain no mercy and revenge in the archives so check those out um revenge is just a crap it's not crappy but it's it's a it's a lesser version of no mercy let's just be honest unless you're a wcw fan no mercy is better, but I don't get why they can't make a good wrestling game today. And I don't know if the 2k games are good. I, I used to buy most of them and I didn't hate them. Um, I didn't love them. I didn't despise them, but uh, I haven't bought one in a few years. Obviously the one that came out to switch, I think it was 18. They ported 2k 18 to switch and it was like, it's universally considered the worst switch game. It's fucking garbage. And so I'd rather not get the port than get a broken one that you're going to take like $70 of my money for. But uh, I don't get why it's so hard. Like I, I just, I mentioned it. I think last week there's all these rumors that AEW, the new wrestling film company, is gonna release like a No Mercy spinoff with their. And I fucking hope so. Like just take the No Mercy engine and just update it and just make it good. I don't get. It's not hard. We we love it. Just give us a bunch of wrestlers and let us have a normal story mode and just fuck. Uh, and speaking of franchises that should have more good video games, I saw a cool thing. I'm not going to get too into the details of it because I haven't played it yet. And it's something I'm going to look into playing here over the next week. I'm going to try to get it on my computer. I don't have a lot of ROM 
hardware on my computer, but I'm going to dink around and see if I can get it to work. Uh, there's like a new Ninja Turtle beat em up game that came out a few months ago. This dude, uh, I'm going to find his, I should have, sorry guys, I should have had it ready. I'm just bringing it up right now. Um, na, 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 na. So anyway, he started out to make like, basically like a, um, a Mario All-Stars of the original Mar- uh, Turtles games. And then ended up just making Turtles games. And, uh, of course, his fucking handle's not in the story I read. Anyway, you can find it over on my Twitter. It's at MemberTheGame. Uh, and basically, he started out to make, like, a Mario All-Stars version of the original Ninja Turtle games. And then ended up just making his own Ninja Turtle game. It's completely free. It's got, like, all of the major characters in it. It looks awesome and i'm gonna definitely give it a shot i actually might reach out to him and see if i can i oh i'm sorry i can't remember your name oh wait maybe i have your name on my phone here um oh fuck i suck at this eh? you're like you're like what the fuck merso x is what he goes by online he or she i don't know they merso x is what they go by online they made this game i'm gonna try playing it maybe i'm gonna reach out to them and see if i can get them on the podcast but if you don't know i'm a ninja turtle diehard and i also obviously love old video games and this thing has me really excited so again check it out uh on our twitter at member the game you'll see it there there's a link you can go and look at it try playing it let me know what you think it looks fucking rad so i'm gonna give it a shot uh, so that is what i hope to be playing what am i playing that would have been a smooth segue if i hadn't stumbled over the words uh a little bit of golf story uh i mentioned it last week pretty cool it's like a retro-ish looking golf game kind of like the mario golf game for the game boy advance uh it's good honestly not as cool as i thought it just i'll get into it we're gonna do an episode on it i'm pretty sure um it's fun if you like that old video that old golf mechanic of like the like three button presses like your power meter and then your accuracy meter it's cool um just not enough golf for my liking but i'll I'll get into that down the road it's fine uh and then i also mentioned last week i picked up dragon quest builders 2 which is kind of like dragon quest means minecraft and it is fucking ruining my life it's on my switch too so i can take it everywhere and uh i find i'm spending more time on the toilet now because i've got dragon quest builders 2 and i can't stop playing it and i knew this was gonna fucking happen which is why i got rid of minecraft and why i wouldn't buy stardew valley and i refuse to get into one of these endless games and now i've gotten into one of these endless games and fuck so I'm up here like disciplined right now, getting this podcast done. But then admittedly, I am going to sneak in some Dragon Quest Builders too before I go to my comedy show tonight. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. Golf Story and Dragon Quest Builders 2. And oh, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Uh, but that's that. That's now. We're talking then. And again, fuck that. Would have been such a cool segue if I was good at this. Uh, we used to play Twisted Metal. And that's what we're talking about this week for episode 69. Nice. Of Remember the Game. Twisted Metal 1 through 4. The original PlayStation games. We're going to... I mean, we talk a little bit of Twisted Metal Black. But I tried to hold this one back because I really like to give it its own episode. Um, because I fucking love that game. But uh, when I think of the PlayStation 1, I think of Metal Gear Solid, Tony Hawk, Final Fantasy, and Twisted Metal. And I played the fuck out of these particularly three and four it's actually how i discovered rob zombie admittedly guys anyone that knows me in person might know this already i am completely music illiterate i i like crappy like i i like blink 182 i like taylor swift i love pop music and sync i still listen to nsync um i just adore pop music i don't listen to a lot of like the hard stuff rock things like that i don't know a lot about it but i have some rob zombie on my phone uh to this day and it's because of these games because i thought he was so cool and i loved his songs in these games and got me listening to rob zombie uh my buddy andre is back this week he's been on the show many many times and we're talking car shooting uh with the twisted metal series i loves it for me i wish it was bigger but we'll get more, like, I mean, I wish it was still around and it was a bigger franchise, but we'll get more into that in a second. Uh, 
Uh, I'm going to cue the music. There we go, you guys. Twisted Metal, the original one, released in North America on November 5th, 1995, about two months after the original PlayStation hit the market. One of the iconic original PlayStation franchises that sadly seems to have lost its way. But we're going to tell you about why it used to be awesome right now. Me and Andre, check it out. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash RememberTheGame. So I imagine this episode playing out kind of like our Tony Hawk one we did back in like the 30s or something. Um, I guess this week is my pal Andre returning to the show. How are you, buddy? Happy to be here, man. I love doing this show. Thanks, man. And uh, yeah, you fucking you are you are you're always happy when you get here. It's the well, best. It, it, I mean, talk about video games, not man. That, it's one of my favorite things in the world. Not that like not to the rest of my guests that are listening to this. Not that you all show up and you're like assholes. I'm just saying, Andre's always just like, hey, man, he's so happy. It just cheers. I was kind of feeling mad today. It's kind of cloudy out. My back hurts. I was like, man, but now I'm fired up. Why, why be sad? There's why no be point. sad? There's no point anymore. And, uh, and today we're talking the Twisted Metal series. And admittedly, I can't imagine we're going to break this down to just one Twisted Metal. They're all pretty similar. At least the first four yeah. are all fairly similar. So we're just going to cover the series and just yeah. get it out of the way today. Uh, having said that, before we get too into the Twisted Metal games, do you have a favorite? Uh, three. I think I played between like a demo disc I got before the game came out and getting the game. Because I didn't play the first two as they came out. I was... Like my parents, when they first got me a PlayStation, they were buying all my games. Right. So they're not going to get me the, the, you know, they were worried about ratings and yeah. all that crap. But like by the time Twisted Metal 3 came out, I was kind of renting my own games, all that stuff. And I played the demo disc that I just randomly got out of, like, it's probably a PlayStation magazine or something. Those old jam pack discs? Yeah, the jam pack. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I'm pretty sure it was on one of there. And I played the crap out of level. And Wait. then I realized it's three. Okay, these games are out there. So I, Found them in. The, I found them. I was. At, I think it was Uptown Video because I always rented there over yeah. Crescent. And um, yeah, I, got, I would rent those, and that's when I got love. I learned to love that series. And three came out. I I made it a point of getting my parents to buy it for me. Yeah, so I would have been like ten, eleven, maybe. 
somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. I made a point of getting that game. <laughs> That's funny because like I'm this okay. So just quickly, we could fuck. Maybe someday I will. We could do a whole episode of the show on those jam pack discs. Oh my god! Every single person listening to this that had a PS One had a jam pack disc. Oh, so, if you were anything uh, like me, that was the only game I had when I started because I, I couldn't afford a game. I, I surfed the crap out of Kijiji, and one person was just selling jam pack discs. Oh, they were so awesome. Why don't people? I mean, I was so tempted to buy it because I just bought a PS Two. To play some some old games I really want to play. Yeah. And I was tempted to buy them. <laughs> it's so like, they were so, I was just about to say, why are they still doing those? And then I was like, oh yeah, you moron. You can go onto the PSN and the eShop and download Dem- all the demos, demos you want. Yeah. And you don't have to buy a crappy magazine to get the fucking disc anymore. Yeah. So. Like, don't get me wrong. That was kind of, it was really nice. Like, you know, you want the magazine, but and not knowing what games were coming until you looked inside the magazine. It would tell it would tell you what games are on the disc. Yeah, yeah. But not knowing until after you bought the magazine and getting it home, what games am I going to get this yeah. month? Dude, they were so good. I love how... Sorry, we are going to get back to Twisted Metal. But like, I love how demos today... A lot of demos, when you play them now, especially if they're longer demos, like beefier... Pardon me, beefier ones, uh, they'll save your progress. And then if you buy the actual game, they'll transfer what you played in the, the demo. First part of the game. Right. You know, and I'm like, yeah. dude, that's like demos are the shit. Why are I, I, more like, games? Pokemon did up? it. They, they gave you a Pokemon for playing the demo. Right. But like, and like these ones, it was just like, we're going to give you a level. And that's why Twisted Metal, I was just, I played it over and over again because it's just, and then once I played, actually played Twisted Metal 3, it, you, I knew every bit of that level. Right. Yeah. Like, because yeah. nothing, because. I guess in games now they could change something. They could put a demo with missing stuff. Right. But back then, no. You got just got that level, that yeah. piece of the game. Yeah. It was literally like they right click saved as a level yeah. under the disc and then sent it out. Oh, very much so. Uh, I was like that with Tony Hawk too, man. Yeah. I played oh, the one I, level over and over. Oh, but anyway, yeah. so Twisted Metal. Okay, so you started with three. It's funny because I actually started with three and four as well. And like, uh, I remember playing them with my friends Miles and Sean, and we would play the fuck out of resident okay or not resident evil so twisted metal <laughs> 3 stands out to me and okay and i looked up because i was curious like when was the last time you played a twisted metal game oh like, geez probably think black from ps on ps2 okay and for the record and we're not gonna that one i would like to save for its own episode yeah because we're just that, talking the classic one we're talking the original four uh twisted yeah. metal black is the best twisted metal game oh i i, I, I love that. that game but for the four of them like i haven't played one of those games in it's got to be almost like Twisted Metal 4 came out in 1999. It's probably been 2000 since I played any of these games. Yeah. I, I tried the original one on my PlayStation Classic for oh. the first time. Well, that, just the system alone makes all games I, shitty. Yeah, the PlayStation Classic is, is a turd. Uh, but I tried playing the... I never played the very first one. I played 2, 3, and 4. I never played like, 1. I, I know I've played, but I don't know how... Like 3 was my game. That The 3 was the one I played the most, and then I know I evolved right. 4. I know I rented 1 and 2, but I don't know how how much i played of those ones well it's crazy because like a lot of reading about these games getting ready for this podcast like a lot of people consider three and four amongst the worst of the games like i'm looking at a list right now and they have three and four as the bottom two and they've got one and two up near the top behind twisted metal black and maybe it's just what you grew up on but i was i was like twisted metal one admittedly and this is a problem with a lot of early playstation games and a lot of early nintendo 64 like choppy it is borderline unplayable i was like what the fuck i can't even tell what's going on and then twisted metal 2 i remember playing with a little bit and it was fine but then once you get into three because three was the one that had the rob zombie music yeah and and i I remember that had like uh, he brought in a character, Mister. I think that was one where Mister Zombie can't. They had a Mister Zombie character. Yeah, um, which, I know four had it. Yeah, because you could play I, as I know, Zombie. I know. Yeah, four had. I, I th- maybe three. I had a list, but I forgot to bring it. The, um, of all, pretty much characters from every game, and 
I know there was a Mr. Zombie at some point. It yeah. Was, literally, it was always called Mr. Zombie, but it was it was him in a literally in a drag car yeah. representing Dragula. Yeah, it was. And I remember playing, like, honestly, like, I have Rob Zombie music on my iPhone right now. No, me too. And it's the stuff I listened to growing up. And the whole reason I discovered... Ed, Edge. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and Edge from pro wrestling. But the whole reason I originally discovered Rob Zombie was from these games. And it's three, four that stick out to me. But yeah, all four of them, like, well, number one, I don't really get anymore. But like, so if you've never played Twisted Metal, uh, the basic premise of it is Fight Club with Cars. That's the most basic premise. Yeah, just a battle royale. Basically, yeah, Weapons basically. everywhere. Like, I, I don't know if there were more car, like... I think t- car combat is considered a genre now in games, but I can't think of any outside of like a couple crappy like was, the, the WWF were, one that they released. Some, like I, I sat down and watched. I was started watching this like forty five minute retrospective on Twisted of Metal that I realized, man, this is going way more in depth than I want to know. Mm-hmm. I guess there was some games like on the like NES or something, and like or really early on like car battle or something and it, it was like very basic though like you're okay. running into each other it wasn't like to this extent yeah like to me this is like the definitive title of the genre obviously and like oh. I, I love the like it was such a basic concept they were just like okay well let's just take a bunch of cool characters and give them cool cars and outfit them with guns and drop them into cities or arenas or whatever and literally it's you just it's like a demolition derby but with guns and and missiles and stuff and the last one standing wins yeah and like and if i'm not mistaken because i never really followed the story of the games i just wanted to play them like i know there was they were tournaments yeah the they were trying to win to get to meet uh it was calypso calypso so yeah calypso organized the tournament and yeah. the winner of the so which basically was the last survivor of the tournament it's supposed to be you essentially uh, at the end of the game right uh got a wish and yeah. you could you could ask any wish you want, and he would grant it. And and, and what I I don't remember because I I'm, I haven't played this game in years. I heard like there's supposed to be a different ending per character. Yeah, well, probably because like, they each make their wish. wish right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, and some of the characters, like, I mean, I'm, they rotated characters in and out, and I'm not even going to attempt to sit here and remember all the characters. But there's the more memorable ones, like there is in every game. And I think the most more memorable character in Twisted Metal by a mile is Sweet Tooth. Yeah, right, like Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm. One. He was in every... I know he was in all four. And that's where I was going to go with that. Like, yeah. so, so Sweet Tooth, like, I mean, if you've, even if you've never played Twisted Metal, if you know anything about PlayStation... He, he's on the cover. You've seen Sweet Tooth. He's yeah. that, that ice cream truck with the flaming clown face that's got the evil teeth and shit like that. I don't... His actual name is something else. It nah, doesn't... I think... Nah, I don't remember. Who cares? So an N, that's all I remember. Yeah, he's Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a few more that are like regulars. And yeah, Mr. Grimm is the one that stands out to me, who's literally the Grim Reaper. Yep, and he's got like a motorcycle type thing. I was, I was, I watched a video, it just just to show all, all the characters from for every game. I only watched up to four, up to the end of four, and just Mister Grimm changing every time. He just started out as this cloak, dark figure in the first one. Kind of got a little more light on him in the second. Then he, he's just a full on like Grim Reaper come three and four. Yeah, yeah. and I fucking love him. I love oh, him. so good. So because one of the things they do in these games is in. in it's 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 almost like they combined a fighting game with like a kart racer and like all the characters like have the basic machine gun like it's just a boring yeah. you know like just like a da, 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 and it overheats if you use it too much and it doesn't do a ton of damage but everybody has it uh but like to me like where where there's two big things one is each character handles differently because mm-hmm. some of them are bigger and slower but they can take more damage and some of them are smaller and faster but their their armor is like not like that's i've always like, preferred there was mis- the motorbike guy in every single one there's a motorbike guy right and he like again the fastest that we can make quick turns everything, but 
you're gonna get you're gonna die the fastest. Yeah, I've always loved Mr. Grimm, and he's usually yeah. on a motorcycle. That's, yeah, that's Mr. Grimm. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I was I, gonna say I think it's him. Yeah, and his armor is non-existent, but, but he's really hard to hit, fast. and you're fucking flying well, around those. How small maps. you are compared to everybody else, so it's really hard. You, you got there's uh I know there's the tank guy, I can't remember his name, but if you got him, easy easy to shoot because big mm-hmm. giant tank. Versus Mr. Grimm on the bike, yeah. tiny little dude, and, like and then t- there was like a, I think there was a micro car in one of them, yeah, in three or four, yeah, and like again, there was impossible like impossible, like, really hard to shoot. Axel was literally the dude between the two yes. giant tires on it. Looks like a fucking what are those things called? Is it a Segway? But not like with the handles, just like you know the the, the base of the Segway with the wheels up with those on two the side wheels. of it, and he's holding on, yeah, to like, like two wheels almost. But it's like two rotate. monster truck wheels, and he yeah. holds on to them. Uh, so like to me, I always looked at it as like the more skilled you, maybe not. I'm gonna look at it this way because I played as Mr. Grimm. The more skilled you are, uh, the better off you are with one of the small, fast guys with no armor. Because like if you're new to the game and you're not that good, take a big, slow guy that can take a pounding because he's not gonna be as hard to control because he's slow and you can take a lot more damage. But once you get a feel for the game and you get to know some of the special moves, which we'll get into in a second and stuff like that. Those small, fast guys, dude, like, there oh, was yeah. a time where uh, I couldn't get a girl to look at me to save my life, <laughs> but I will fuck you up on Twisted Metal as long as yeah. I get my hands on Mr. Grimm, because he's too hard to hit. Yeah, it, like, I, I always prefer, like, a like there was the one, I think there was a Viper guy, like, yeah, like a, it was started out like a blue, just a blue sports car. I always really enjoyed him, and he, it's just, a, I can't remember what his character was called, but I always used those ones, like, they're faster, but they're they're not big, so you get to move. You move quickly and shoot and everything. Right. I was kind of like the middle of the range vehicle because the slow ones, the big ones, are just too slow. Right. And well, and that's just like I really, really like the fact that like even as far back as the first one, they did a good job of making the different cars handle different. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So. Like they're they're a whole different game depending on who you handle. And then the second thing they did to spice up the variety of each character. Uh, and I honestly don't even remember most of the wishes, but they do give each character their own story. Like each character is participating in the Twisted Metal tournaments for a reason because they have a wish they need granted. Yeah, I think that was the the, the main plot of like the first two or three. And then they, so like I know four has a different plot because well, you get to play as Calypso in that. And, one. Yeah, and I was gonna bring that up. What I fucking and I didn't understand. Okay, so I remember playing Twisted Metal three like crazy, and then Twisted Metal four came out, and we bought it, and then we played that one like crazy. And I knew nothing about Twisted Metal one and two. The internet was still in like its infancy. Oh, I yeah. wasn't looking up how to you know what the storylines were. were. Most you were getting like a game manual. On right, whatever, you were getting yeah. those old game FAQs yeah, or whatever yeah. with like oh, God, they were for, like print for an hour. Print. Your mom's gonna hit you because you cleared in a cartridge yeah that's it uh twisted metal 4 explained that sweet tooth actually took over the twisted metal tournament so twisted metal 1 if i'm not mistaken happened in la and it was like a tournament in la and then twisted metal 2 is a year after twisted metal 1 and it's a world that one's a worldwide and that tournament. was a worldwide yeah. one because calypso was like well we destroyed la where are we gonna have this tournament and now like, there's and like then, a there's a paris one there's a london I like think. hong kong there's hong kong there's new york it goes all over the world mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I don't really remember what the storyline is for Twisted Metal 3. Probably just more of the I same. I think it's a, kind of the same thing. Same just old. Up, updates to everything. And then Twisted Metal 4, Sweet Tooth takes... Oh, so I, I believe the storyline of Twisted Metal 4 is that Sweet Tooth won Twisted Metal 3's tournament and then ended up taking over the Twisted Metal tournament. And that's why in Twisted Metal 4, you can actually play as Calypso, yeah, I think, who I, drives like a giant truck I, with like a nuke on it. I don't know if the ending was it, but I think the story was his wish was to that twist metal was his yeah and i something think of that sort and i actually really think that's cool i've always and i've talked about this on this podcast before and i think of like 
not to compare the storyline in Twisted Metal to the storyline in Chrono Trigger or Mario RPG. Yeah. But <laughs> I have always adored games where you get to play as the villain. Like, I've always thought that was cool. Like, in Super yeah. Mario RPG, you get to play as Bowser. Yeah. And in Chrono Trigger, I guess spoilers for a fucking 25-year-old game, you can recruit, like, the original villain of the game to be a member of your party. Yeah. And uh, and in this one, I was like, I remember getting my hands on four, and I was like, holy shit, I can play as the sick dude that runs yeah. this tournament? And his whole reason of entering the tournament is to get his tournament, is to back. Get his tournament back. And yeah. I was like, that is really fucking cool. And then I tried playing him, and I was like, ah, oh, he sucks. I gotta go back to Mr. Grimm. He's Grimm, too big and slow. Grimm, yeah. I always like playing a sweet tooth because it's just fun to go around with a dem- demonic ice cream truck just shooting people. And it's just like, you just. <sighs> yeah, Sweet Tooth is iconic. And like looking, I'm looking at the box art for these games right now, and the covers of Twisted Metal 3 and 4 are Sweet Tooth's face. And so is Twisted Metal Black. It's also his and fucking I think weird one smiley was face. just his face it probably was like it's that iconic face i think he was the iconic logo for this franchise he was the yeah if you're hearing this you're probably a gamer and for our kind nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files have you ever experienced the loss of a save file it's soul crushing dozens maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that but at the end of the day it's a video game it matters but Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Yeah. So these games are rad, okay? And then, like, and all we've done so far is basically talk about how you pick a character, and all the characters have something to them. They all just have their basic guns. And then I don't know if Twisted Metal 1 and 2 had this, but I, I, and I do not for the life of me remember the combinations, but I do remember Twisted Metal 3 and Twisted Metal 4. There was like certain button inputs you could do, and they would do things like a high jump or like a shoot behind you or like a freeze gun. I know the, again, like, I don't, like, I meant three and four were the games that played the most. I I know those were and then just its abilities to do stuff was was kind of I don't I doubt it's in I doubt it's in one 
No, probably just, not. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you, like, I remember playing it again with my pals, and we played so much, and like, I got all those combinations down. To, like, I could do that in my sleep, oh. and I would get so good at like sneaking up on someone, hit them with the freeze gun, and then just teeing off on them before they could move. Right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. It was such a whole like, and I loved like, and I normally bitch on this podcast about games where you have to put in these stupid button combinations. Like, I hate fighting games where you have to put in like up, down, left, right, BA to like do a fucking move or wrestling games that are like that. Like I've always hated that, but for some reason it worked in the twisted metal games. And it just clicked with me. It was just due to like the mass craziness and you have like, if it was just a jump button, I don't like, or just to launch your, you launch yourself or something Mm -hmm. or to just another button is fire behind. I don't think it would have been as cool. Wouldn't have made it as fun. I think having to hit that just because you're running from guy, it's like, Oh crap. And you have to know that combination to get that guy off of you. Yeah. I I think that's where having that kind of button combination makes sense. Yeah. It's funny because I think if they design these games today, uh, and it's well, okay. Cause like I was going to say like in today's world, every, every controller has dual triggers that they could use to do that stuff. But the PS one had dual triggers. Yep. So I think if they probably designed it today, they would probably make it more along the lines of like, okay, well if you hold R2 and then hit shoot, it'll be your freeze gun. If you just hit shoot, it'll be your pistol. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like back then, the, but for some reason these little combinations worked and then you could also pick up different weapons like around the, the rockets, maps and stuff like, like that. There's rockets, there are mortars, missiles, yeah, yeah. everything. And like, and dude, and some of those levels, and I think this is where some people were complaining, uh, particularly about three, based on the reviews I was reading, is three got really bright, and they felt like some of the levels were kind of just generic and crappy. But I, I love them, dude. Ripping around to that Rob Zombie music, yeah, yeah. And especially when you and like these levels, they weren't like this isn't Mario Kart battle mode from the Super Nintendo, like nowhere to go. Like these but are this, big but, levels. Yeah, some and of this, them. This is like just a jacked up on steroids version of that. Really. It was, yeah. It, yeah. But like you could like literally get into, I remember being in like, you could, you'd find like, like, like elevators that you could fucking pull into. They will pull you up to the top yeah, of like I, a skyscraper. Oh yeah. And then you could rip along the top of the skyscraper where there were a whole bunch of good weapons oh, yeah. and then come back down and, and ambush somebody. There's right? just, like, there's hidden everything in that where like, it, there's like hidden undergrounds there's hidden everywhere. Like, yeah. Just, and there'd be the best, if you could find it, the best, you can get the best weapons out of it. And it was, it added a lot oh, so to the like, the exploration. Really, I think the games would not have been nearly as replayable without all that exploration. Like, it's cool that they took the time to put these giant worlds in where you could actually go looking for yeah, stuff. Oh, for sure. And like, I don't think I ever played it more than two player myself personally because no, I, I, ne- I never owned a Motep. I don't know if I and no knew anybody when I was young, at least just on places in one generation that owned a multi tap. Mm-hmm. So it's like I never really. Cause I'm pretty sure you could play up to four. Yeah, you probably. Yeah, I'm but, pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but but one and honestly, like one and two player worked perfect for it, and they oh, did a good job. So. Like there was never any. I, I mean, maybe there was, and I don't remember. I'll be honest. Like the, these games, to me, with the exception maybe of Black, uh, which we'll get in. We'll do another one on. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I have no urge to go back and play these because I have fond memories of them. I I remember having a fucking blast ripping around to like Rob how- Zombie. And I would have, I would hate to play them now and be it's, like, well, these suck. It's a PlayStation. It's it's that generation of games, though. I like. I hear you say on this show, don't hold up real well unless it's something like a Final Fantasy, yeah. or something that's more a story based game. Yeah, yeah. It they don't hold up because, especially with like a Twisted Metal series, which has gone on to create Black. There's another one, and then I know they did Twisted Metal on PS3. Like right. it was just called Twisted Metal, but it's yeah. the next one. Yeah. I know they've done that, and I've and I know they've improved they've improved them significantly in the style and play of the game. So, 
I don't know if I'd want to go back this far. Like maybe I'd go back and play black again, but Yeah. It really frustrates me. Like I'm just flipping through this rankings list here right now. And uh yeah, like I don't think a PlayStation or a, a PlayStation, a Twisted Metal game has come out since 2012. No, uh Twisted Metal was the last one. And like where the fuck is the series? The series is good. I I don't and especially now with PlayStation 4 with the qual- the graphic quality, everything. Dude, okay. a, a current a current Twisted Metal that you could play online? Would be fucking awesome. I I could see it in them now because they're in the development for P- the PlayStation Five now. I could see if they wanted to start developing a game at this point, they'd wait. I think they would wait for PlayStation Five because I think the next time we get it, it's going to involve some kind of VR. Sure. Because that game and no more. I'm, I'm not. I've never really. I've played a little bit of the VR, and I it's not really for me at this point because not that expansive to me. But I think this game could lend to a VR being no, like you put that on, you're in, you're in sweet tooth ice cream truck or you're on Mr. Grimm cycle and you're going right. I think it could lend to the VR. Yeah. That'd be intense. I would love to see like a super, like, like resident evil seven. And I've only ever played the demo of resident evil seven, but I really feel like Capcom was like, Hey, you know what, with these current systems and what they're capable of, we can do horror and we can do horror fucking well. And resident evil seven is terrifying. Yeah. So like the outlast games. And I'm like, dude, a twisted metal supposed to be creepy. I think that they, depending on the level and who you're playing as, they go from moderately creepy to very, like I found twisted metal black fucking creepy, but the early ones I just yeah. found more cool. Well, they were and more just like, like attitude did, and fun. Yeah. They were like, like that late nineties, the late nineties, like wrestling attitude. Yeah. 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 yeah just, like, sorry to pull everything to wrestling, but it's that wrestling, like re- rebel attitude. Yeah. But like, yeah. I'm telling you like a current gen twisted metal game that's dark and evil. And like, I think they could do a battle Royal twisted metal game. Oh, easy. If they're doing battle Royals of everything like else, Fortnite, uh, like PUBG, all right? this shit. It's Why kind of, not one of those? games with twisted awesome. metal battle royal where you pick a like character I've, I've and drop never into played a Fortnite once in my life i've never played PUBG, but i would play a, a twisted metal battle royal game right in it's, a second you drop 100 people in with weapons and these awesome cars I, you're gonna have a blast i think that'd be fucking awesome like, i know some people listen to this like yeah that is a good idea yeah it is a fucking good idea so let's send a letter to i don't even know who owns Twisted. it looks like a whole bunch of different people have developed twisted metal games yeah i think let's it's, just I send the metal studios to studios over the years Maybe one of us just needs to enter the Twisted Metal tournament, win, and then our wish could be that we want a Battle Royal Twisted Metal game. <laughs> maybe that's all we have to do. Well, that that would be how to play it now. It's it's Battle Royals are fun. This is essentially a Battle Royal game. Yeah. And I'll tell you, dude, like, I vividly remember playing, like, the campaign. Because you could play it, like, one-on-one, but the campaign was the, the fun part. Yeah, because you go through um, the levels. You, and... and- in each level, I think they added a couple more of the like because like you could kill a character and blow them up, but they'd be back in the next level because there's only so many characters. Oh yeah, um, but they would just keep adding more and more. And uh, dude, I remember like playing and specifically being like, I'm gonna hunt down Calypso first and or whoever, and be like, I gotta fucking get rid of that guy first. Yeah, because there guy were was certain the characters one. you knew were very strong characters in those games. Yeah, especially for the smaller, faster ones, you want to get them out and then. If you're like, especially with you saying you play Mr. Grimm, yeah. how good you were, you could you could take down a tank no problem later on because they're so slow you can get around them, shoot them, and destroy them really fast. Yeah, yeah. But you want to take on the fast guys, the RC cars, the the, the Viper, all that other stuff. Yeah, you want to take them down first. And I remember like, oh, I remember working together like with my friends so that we, you know, instead of trying to fuck each other up, we'd be like, let's go tag team. Like one of us freeze the guy, then the other one tee off on him with like a rocket or fucking whatever, you know, yeah. what have you. Uh, dude, I'll be honest, this game or these games, like 
most of the time when we talk about games on this show, I try to replay them a little bit first just to kind of refresh my memory. I have no means to play this one other than I could, I could play the crappy first classic. one on my classic, or I could ha- I could get around off my ass and hack my classic and then play the other ones. Yeah, but who wants to hack that classic? Yeah, well, I kind of do because then at least it'd be useful instead yeah. of just sitting there looking cool. Um, uh, literally looking at <laughs> it on my shelf right to the now. Other three there, it doesn't look cool. No, it just sucks. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't have a, a huge inclining to go back and play these because I don't want to fucking ruin my memories, man. These games were so like. I don't even think they would be as cool today, but there was something about they hit the right sauce. Like, so the first one came out in 95 and then 96 and then 98, 99. And for anyone that was around yeah. back then, like especially 98, 99, that was three, four. That's the ones I played. Yeah. That's the ones you played. That's the ones most of my friends played too. Yeah. Like that was like that, that fucking attitude. We all had to be cool and cutting it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, they, you, and these games were like listening to Rob Zombie where you were, cause like, that's the type of music we would listen to while we were playing our other video games. Cause we would just turn yeah. the volume down on the TV. So to play a game where that music was actually in the game was oh, like, yeah. was fucking awesome. Oh, it, 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 and like when I go when like, I haven't replayed this one. I just kind of watch videos for it. But when I go back and I do play like now that I picked up my PS2 and I have a couple of places of games, I, those ones, like, I'm very much down the person that puts his, puts a movie, like, I'll put a video on on my laptop by me, or I'll put music on or a podcast and play against, but some of these old ones with some of these really cool soundtracks you want to play, it's it's one you want to listen to the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with Tony Hawk. That's one you will listen to the whole time. Yeah. I'm actually slightly concerned about the music for this uh, episode of the podcast. Rob Zombie. Because I want to use Rob Zombie. Yeah. But when I did the Tony Hawk one, I used the music from Tony Hawk and got black flagged all over the place and and couldn't put it on YouTube. And the Vice City one got the same thing, didn't it? Vice City was the same thing. So I I don't know if I'm going to be able to sneak Rob Zombie music into this, but if I can't. Then uh, I mean, maybe we should have said this off the top, but instead of I'll, maybe I'll just turn the volume down for the intro and be like, <laughs> "Hey, just download uh, Dragula on your phone and just listen to it, or Super Beast, or something oh, well, for yeah. like thirty seconds." Um, I don't know. These games are badass. They're f- I don't know why the fuck this series is. I mean, it, it, like I would, I, I was gonna I, be I like, I don't know if it did well on the PS3 though. Yeah, like, maybe I've heard, not. I've heard n- not so great things about that game. Again, I didn't. I don't think I've played since Black, but I've heard that one. I know I didn't play, right? But I've heard not so great things about it, and maybe that's why they decided to maybe not continue it. Maybe, but they're they are they are looking at doing uh, PlayStation's looking they're through the production company doing a Twisted Metal TV show. Oh, so that might be why there's they haven't done any games because they're looking at the TV. Like maybe I, I'm praying it's an animated series or a, or a CGI series. Is what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. I just want more games like. So, like, as we're recording this, I don't know when this episode will actually go live, but we're recording this a day after Sony just did a state of play where they revealed a whole bunch of footage of Last of Us 2 and got me all wound up because I can't wait for that game. Uh, And I've always said, like, the only things that would make me buy a PS4 right now are Last of Us 2 and the Final Fantasy VII remake. But I'm telling you right now, dude, if they came out tomorrow and they were like, hey, we're making a new Twisted Metal, and I I don't see how a Battle Royal mode isn't impossible, and I also, or is is impossible, and I also think, like people, like Rocket League is one of the biggest games in the world right now, and you look at those car physics, just put those car physics, add guns to them, put it into a Battle Royal, and let us play Twisted Metal Battle Royal. Even if it wasn't 100, even if it was like 25 or 50 person, Mm -hmm. like, because, yes, there's a little more to do when there's a car versus a... Versus a purse, I guess, a one single character. Sure. And, 
But even if it's 25 or 50, I think that Battle Royal Mar would work so well. Me too. And I just want another Twisted Metal. Just give us Twisted Metal 5. Just call it Twisted Metal 5 and just, oh, that'd sure. be fucking sick. I want another Twisted Metal game. Yeah. Anyway. I, right. I would have very much enjoyed that. I'm ranted out. Are you ranted out? I'm good. Okay. So on a scale of 1 to 20 sweet tooths, how many sweet teeth would you give Twisted Metal? 1 through 4. 14. 14 sweet teeth. It's the yeah. stupidest scale ever. Uh, I like I like that scale. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll go uh I'll go I'm going to go uh 15 Honestly, it only gets like 11 or 12 for the quality of the games and then it gets but another 3 memory. or 4 because I have just so many fun. Like when I think of my PlayStation 1, I think of Tony Hawk, I think of Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy 7, and Twisted Metal. Like those are the games that I played yep. so and maybe Attitude and SmackDown, but so many hours wasted on Twisted Metal. It's so good. It, ne- if, it's not hours wasted. It was hours you're with right. your friends. <laughs> the way you said it. it you should wasted. see Andre's face. He's like, it's not wasted, you fucking idiot. <laughs> if, you, if you've never played the Twisted Metal games, I don't know if it's worth playing Twisted Metal 1 on the PS Classic because it's a piece of crap. If you can get a chance to play, I mean, play Black if play, you can yeah. play one. If you're going to play anything, play Black at this point. Like, I, I want to talk about that game someday. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, go play some Twisted Metal. They're fun games. Uh, thanks for doing this, buddy. Happy to. And uh, if you're listening to this and you made it this far, that means I didn't get copyright stricken by the music I put in this episode. So here we go. that's going to do it for this week's episode. Andre, thank you so much for coming over and talking Twisted Metal with me. And to each and every one of you beautiful, beautiful people, thank you for listening to my stupid podcast. I can't believe it. Next week it's going to be 70 episodes. Uh, If you guys are enjoying the show, please tell a friend. Please find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at MemberTheGame, or on Facebook.com slash RememberTheGame. And shoot me questions, topics, anything you want for our Q&A Patreon-exclusive episode that'll be going live on Monday the 28th. You've got about two days to get those in. As of the day this goes live, I'll be recording it probably on Friday. So I I answer every single one. If you don't want your name attached to it, that is completely fine. And if you want to listen to that episode and all of our previous Q&A, episodes and all of our previous game review episodes including the new Link's awakening remake consider our patreon please it's two dollars that's all i'm asking for patreon.com slash remember the game and you'll win stuff maybe every somebody wins stuff every month i shouldn't guarantee everybody wins stuff that's a slip of the tongue but somebody will win stuff um that's gonna do it for this week's episode you guys uh thanks again and uh i'll be back uh, on monday with the next patreon episode and i'll be back next wednesday with episode 70 of this goofy little podcast of mine. Take it easy, you guys. Go play some video games, and I will talk to you again in a few days. Cheers.